fictional friends and welcome to another episode of fully booked i'm megan and i'm shireen and it is the last week of paranormal supernatural fiction month over here on the podcast so february yay normally you say the month so i can like sing it oh i'm so sorry i keep waiting for you to say it this month but every week you're like it's the last week of or the second to last week of paranormal and i'm like february (laughs) sorry i didn't realize we'd fallen into such a pattern (laughs) have to keep doing that well otherwise i'm just sitting here silently for the first 10 minutes uh anyway to uh close things out for the month of february february there you go Uh, I'm the straight man, and Shireen's the funny one, and I think we all know that. It's like Pinky in the Brain. It's true. We really know who's who as well. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, to close things out for this month, uh, we figured we would kind of talk about the evolution of paranormal and supernatural fiction, you know, kind of like where things started versus where we've gotten to yeah. and maybe where we're headed. Hey, who knows, right? That's interesting. <laughs> well, you know, no, but I yeah. mean, in terms of like themes and things like that and how kind of different um, things have become in terms yeah. of like paranormal. An abundance of paranormal. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, before we get started with all of that, Shereen, what's on your nightstand? All right, so... I breezed through, what the fuck are they called? Fourth wing and iron. (laughs) Uh, And uh, then, like, I had so much momentum, and I didn't have a book hangover, so I read Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Oh, yeah. um, Which gets, like, rave reviews. Everybody loves it. There's, like, six novels in the series, I think, now. Oh, okay. Um, And, like, side note, I have to do a shout-out to my friend KP on this one, so... I uh, sent my friend, like, a screenshot of the books that I was buying that were on sale from, like, the local bookstore, mm. and this was one of them, and she was like, oh, I've read Cruel Prince, but if you're buying Wicked King, which is the sequel to Cruel Prince, yeah. because, again, this is a fantasy series, like, critically acc- acclaimed, everybody talks about it, you know. I've seen it on a bunch of lists. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, I might as well buy the second one while they're all on sale. So KP buys the second one as well. And then I get halfway through Cruel Prince, or not even halfway through, and I'm like, this is a fucking schlog. Like, oh, really? Boring. I don't care about the characters. I think it was written for an audience. Like, if I were to think about it, maybe like a 14 year old girl would enjoy this. Like, a first exposure at like fantasy and like kind of like like a lot of um themes that you see in the sarah moss universe kind of so but i wasn't expecting it and so i found it boring as shit Mm. but and i couldn't get into the characters but i had to keep going because i'm like well kp is now invested in buying the second one (laughs) and i bought the second one too and so i finish it and i'm like okay like finished cruel prince and she's like so um we're gonna start Wicked King. She's like, did you did you like Cruel Prince? I'm like, honestly, like not, not that really. Much. No. And she's like, no, I hated it too. I'm like, so why would you buy this? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so now we're both um, returning Wicked King because oh my god, <laughs> it's really not something that we're gonna read. Oh my god, so. you guys are so funny. <laughs> That's where we're at with that. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm on a weird kick of hockey romances right now. <laughs> Okay, not what I expected. So I've read like four. <laughs> You've read four hockey romance. <laughs> 
I read the only, I think, two that exist in, what is it? What's her name? Stephanie Archer's Vancouver Storm series. Well, Icebreaker is one of them, right? Uh, no, that I read that a while ago, okay. actually. Um, but I did read Wildfire, which is the second one in that series, like a, a couple of months ago. I read that one. It was pretty good. Um, no, Stephanie Archer's, it's the Vancouver Storm series. It's like fictional Vancouver hockey team, basically. <laughs> would not have pegged you as somebody who would read I don't. That. <laughs> Listen, they're easy. I get through them in about 15 seconds because they're so easy to read. That's so funny. And when I'm just kind of like, I'm in the mood for some smut. <laughs> hockey is where I'm going to go. That's your true Canadian. You, out. I know. And I don't know anything mm-hmm. about hockey as a Canadian, so it's pretty impressive. So, yeah, I read that one. And what is it? I read a few, a couple by uh, L. Kennedy also has like a whole big series of stuff where she's got like a ton of hockey romances she's pretty big in that sphere so yeah I've just been I've just been doing that just for I don't know I had like a little like I finished a book and then I had in between that and another one I I had like a little slight slump where I was like oh I don't feel like picking up something like intense to get into right now and so I was just like on Kindle Unlimited and I was like yeah sure fuck it I'll just read this (laughs) you're so funny I think I might go for the Hades and Persephone book next. Yeah, I read, uh, I had read the first one, uh, or what is it, A Touch of Darkness? Okay. Um, which, because it's weird, she's got like a bunch of Hades stuff, and I can't tell which, what's supposed to be the beginning and what's not supposedly. Mm. That one is as well, because that's Hades and Persephone, but there's also the Hades saga. Like, I don't know, I, I don't, don't really understand Scarlet St. Clair's publishing history. Somebody can explain it to me, maybe, like, I just, maybe it's just me being an idiot and not looking at them closely enough, yeah. but it's very confusing to me, because there's like, Hades and Persephone and also the Hades saga and I'm like which one is what's the beginning of this sorry I didn't mean to be mean there that was very funny (laughs) you're like maybe I'm just being an idiot and I'm like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is what I put up with here so mean (laughs) maybe you are no it's fine i make fun of shireen more than she makes fun of me this is very much true yeah Uh so it's okay it's fine i love you (laughs) oh anyway um that's where that's where we're at i feel like we're hitting like midwinter weirdness right now Uh, you and i get ready for the next few episodes oh god yeah we're gonna be ridiculous for like at least another month Um, anyway (laughs) oh canada Canada. (laughs) anyway um Let's talk about paranormal fiction. Let's talk about kind of like the beginnings. We have, we did kind of go into detail about this a little bit in the last episode where we were talking about sort of like, you know, whether or not paranormal fiction is scary anymore, whether or not it needs to be. Mm. Um, But I feel like we can get into maybe a little bit more detail now of kind of like the beginnings of everything versus like a much more modern lens being used for these types of stories. Because yeah, when... If you think of, I guess if I think of paranormal and I think of classics, like, it's a ghost story. It is a creepy haunted house. People are, uh, someone's visiting it and has to figure out, like, who the person who's haunting it is. But I think some, in many of these novels, it wasn't even the who, it was more of, like, the what and the how to get rid of it, you know? Yeah, you definitely have to get rid of it. Like, we weren't too concerned about, like, like, who the ghost was. <clears throat> like, no. if you think of, like, Northanger Abbey, or you think of, like, a lot of the gothic yeah. um, fiction, it's just a ghost. Well, and, and the or, ghost has to be Or if you gone. did find out who it was, it was always like, oh, a woman scorned, or who died on the property. Or who died in childbirth. In childbirth, or the child who died on the property, possibly yeah. in some cases. Like, there are always... But there's not much of a, a characterization of them. No, that's true. And they're not even, even despite the fact that it's normally, like, a fairly tragic beginning, they're not even seen as that sympathetic of a character, which always makes no, me feel kind of bad. I'm, like, I always found that, like, quite a dichotomy, because it's like, okay, so you're telling me that this woman was wronged, and then died 
died in childbirth yeah. on this property. Now she's haunting this new family right. with children, uh, and we have no sympathy for her because she's don't, only evil. Yeah, that's what we, do, we don't feel bad about this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, we're I not guess. sad about this really sad story. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's very strange, um, yeah. but I feel it's true that used to be. But again, I think that goes back to, that goes back to generations of, like, misogyny and, you know, not really, uh, why would we, I, especially male authors, why would we have uh, taken a look at female trauma and how that affects women because we didn't understand how anything affected women. Women, um, in like the 19th century, 18th and 19th century. We do. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely still some problems with that, but you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. you know, the idea of like, well, no, it's just a woman is crazy and she's, uh, ridiculous and she overreacts to everything. And that was <laughs> kind we of, must send her away to the seaside haunted mansion so yeah. she can be with her spirits or <laughs> like, or it either goes that way or it becomes like a lesbian period drama at that point. <laughs> What? <laughs> she goes there, and then there's like a weird woman there, and there's definitely sexual attention, but the author doesn't really get into it very much. I'm gonna need an example here. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but people are gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just, I'm okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know, that's it. It's true, though. It's just sort of like, oh, leave her to her madness, and why would we try to help her? And you know, that comes from even back like Shakespearean stuff, right? Everybody, yeah. Lady Macbeth goes crazy, Ophelia goes crazy, like Desdemona is murdered, say, Desdemona for yeah. no reason. I just all of the all of these like you know characters, these female characters, uh, you know, being treated this way, and whether they're like real ghosts or fake ghosts, there's yeah. like a lot of that kind of stuff involved, and I feel like. It used to it used to really be like very straightforward in the sense that like this house is haunted and it really is haunted. It really was like there was something haunting the property. But the more time goes on and the more we kind of like develop these stories, yeah. the more I think that writers began to look inward a little bit more and be like, oh, like the house is haunted. But is it really or is, is it, it really? just our own demons that are haunting us kind of thing? And like, what does that mean? Or and oftentimes when you stay in the paranormal genre, it's a combination of both of those things. Well, and and that's where that evolution comes in, right? Yeah. Like I think that the the more time went on, instead of using the paranormal as an explanation for, you know, occurrences, yeah. It became like the main story itself, you know? We want to know about the ghosts, we want to know what happened, mm-hmm. and then beyond that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um uh, because, you know, now like the the novels that are like this that do really well are like, yeah, this house is haunted, but so is the main character mm. kind of thing. Or the main character needs to work through something in order to get rid of the haunting in some way, shape, or form. And it's not just getting rid of the ghost. It's also like working through their own stuff. So if I think about even like, I guess, some of the more recent reads that I've had, like the September house, um, which I read last year, it really falls into that genre because yes, the house is haunted and there are legitimately ghosts in the house, but the woman who is living there also needs to work through her own trauma with regards to her marriage and her life and the way that everything Mm. has turned out um, in order for them to really be able to move forward with everything she has to come to terms with what's happened in her own life as well Mm. um, for to be able to break free from uh, the entities that are haunting her in her house that she lives in kind of thing so I feel like there's a lot more of that now yeah um who else does stuff, has done stuff like that riley sager has like one or two that are kind of like that mm-hmm. um what is it the house across the lake oh yeah mm-hmm. has an element of that to it mm-hmm. 
which was interesting. It wasn't something I was expecting when I originally read that story, but it's got like an element of that kind of thing to it where you have to work through your own problems as well. Well, we also went through like a period where, you know, it was like, okay, you know, using ghosts as an explanation for things happening. Mm-hmm. And then there was like this period of, we think it's a ghost, but we can prove that it's not a ghost. Oh, definitely. You know? Yes, yeah. Um, and now we're into... It's a ghost. And also, I have problems. And also, I have problems. (laughs) And the ghost is going to help me with my problems or exacerbate said problems. Yeah, that's it. Or because this ghost exists, I need to work through my own problems kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely become a lot more, like, you know, psychological, um, you know, like, actual relationships with the paranormal. Yes. uh, Versus it being, like, an us versus them. It's like, hey, how do we work together and get through whatever's happening? Whatever has happened on both sides of the spectrum here for both the living and the dead Mm -hmm. or like for both whatever entities exist or whatever it is yeah no it's true um you know and we're a lot more likely to like now i think it's a lot easier to lean into like uh if we're going in like a different direction that's not just hauntings it's really easy to lean into like the idea of magic yeah in a lot Mm -hmm. of stories um and magic yes is sometimes in more of a fantastical setting like not you know a real world situation but other times in which they do exist in that real world situation you know where in a perfectly sort of modern average environment you just have touches Mm. of magic that Mm. are coming through or um there are different types of paranormal or supernatural beings that exist within there, whether they're vampires or demons Mm. or ghosts or anything Mm. really, you know, Mm -hmm. like the idea of that, um, the idea of meshing those elements into, uh, like an everyday setting, right. As opposed to just a fantasy setting Mm -hmm. is much, much, much more commonplace now than it used to be. Like if you put yourself in the place of the writer, for example, it's a lot easier to bring an element of the paranormal or supernatural into our world. Yeah, because you write what you know, right? right. It's so easy Whereas to write you your own surroundings. Yeah, whole <laughs> world like that takes effort, Sarah Moss. Uh, yeah, a lot of yeah. <laughs> you know? this, all, all of these um, like fantasy, full like high fantasy ish authors, let's say, who have done these things, created these all of these worlds. You know, if you're looking from Tolkien on, kind of thing. All these people who have done this, it's very impressive to it see. Is the amount that they've really, you know, the amount of time and effort and thought that it's taken to develop this whole fantastical universe that exists around the characters um, throughout the course of the story. And that exists in a way that you're okay with it as the reader where you're like, yeah, okay, no, I believe this. I'm in it. Like, I believe it. Here it is. This is what, you know, this is the world that I'm reading. This is the world that I'm like immersing myself in. And I'm not there like, okay, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. This doesn't exist. This isn't real. Like we know that we know that it's not real, but it takes, um, a particular caliber of writer to make it so that you don't care. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Whereas, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. That's not to discredit anybody who does it in the other way and takes, fantasy elements or supernatural and paranormal elements and puts them into our world yeah. not to discredit that at all these people are also good writers right but there's always a, but a spectrum right yes of things like you but know. It, i do think that um i do think to a certain extent that does help an author to be able to do that and it also helps a reader like it's just an interesting thought what mm-hmm. if this thing that's being spoken about in this story existed in my world like how would I react to that how would I deal with it you know Mm -hmm. yep I mean 
I mean, and and we've been talking about this for a while. Like, I know that there's, you know, been kind of there's there's a little bit of a, and I don't know if you agree with this, Megan, but I feel like there's been a um, a surge in popularity of all things spooky. Um, yeah, yeah. In the last like few years, and so like you know, there's like people love like Halloween and like Halloween decorations, yes. and like it's not that we didn't before, but maybe it's as our generation's getting older, like things that we felt nostalgic about, we're kind of making part of our everyday lives. Like you and I both have like again Halloween and spooky. We've got like yeah. rooms dedicated to decor, like that slightly is, spookier. That's it, slightly like, stuff and decor. And so, yeah. like with the spooky and the Halloween and like that kind of genre comes, you know, paranormal, supernatural. Yeah. And so, you know, again, like us growing up, we had a lot of, we saw a lot of this evolution of these topics, you know? And I, and, um, when at, a t- at the time when we were growing up, it was becoming more commonplace. Like yeah. When we were a kid, you know? Paranormal elements existing in real life situations yeah. so yeah that's it exactly something like goosebumps yeah um are you afraid of the dark yeah you know those things like scary stuff stories scary stories to yeah. tell in the dark like those things that are like oh like this exists in the real world but mm-hmm. it is like look there is something that's like you know like this is possessed or this is haunted Harry this one Potter. or like a haunted object <laughs> no it's true yeah um you know that's it like here is that's it like here is this alleged secret half world that exists along Within with our, our own world, world yeah. in which people simply use magic like mm-hmm. have the ability to access and use magic on an everyday basis it certainly makes you know like i don't know for me anyway like it always kind of makes things feel a little bit more whimsical like you know you i say these things joking half jokingly to my husband sometimes you know we'll be driving along somewhere and i'm like oh i bet that that's like you know, a hidden doorway into like Hogwarts, Hogwarts. or something. Narnia, you know? whatever. Narnia, whatever. That's another one, you know, Lion, yeah. the Witch in the Wardrobe. They made all those movies. So, you know, we've been very much exposed in our media to it just in terms of like popularity and like exploration of different stories and like things coming up, like very iconic books being written in our yes. childhood and being published and then the whole explosion of, you know, media that came from that. It just feels like anything paranormal and supernatural has become ingrained in uh who we are i don't know and we just and i mean even if you look at a lot of things from like when we were young um there was so there was so much of it like there were so many uh seemingly innocuous book series and stuff like that where they would still have like you would still have like some um paranormal adjacent yeah. uh like like element of it that would uh, insert itself like there would be like you know one spooky babysitter's club that's book, right yeah you know that would come out and there would be like something that was haunted and there would be that's it like episodes obviously like specific uh like goosebumps had kind of that everywhere although some of it was a little bit more like let's say sci-fi sometimes versus mm. like horror or whatever like a monster thing a ghost this that the other whatever you want to you know look at there and like you know then you get into um the fear street of it which also has a lot of elements like that again of just like paranormal yeah. happenings and you know in in rl stein stuff some again that has a lot of the sometimes it's true sometimes it's not it's just yeah. the people doing it mm-hmm. it depends it's got like a scooby-doo mentality where <laughs> yes, sometimes it's just in people in a mask you know yeah. not all of them but in some of them um 
But then I think, so I think like for, for our generation who are like, you know, a fairly prominent generation now and are adults now, so many of us are, you know, looking back at these things that we read and consumed when we were kids and so many of them in so many different genres had an element at some point Mm. of like a paranormal or supernatural something or other that was added to the story because it was like the authors were like the kids like this right well it just kind of became normal it did it was very commonplace like you kind of expected it like even think about like the simpsons like they had like treehouse of horror you know every year at halloween and you looked forward to it you know yeah yeah yeah, 100 different so like to your point it just became very much either it was all about that or they found a way of introducing of introducing stuff like, like i have i remember um uh, I think the whole thing's like a dream or whatever it is, but there's that uh, Halloween episode. Uh, there are Halloween episodes of like Boy Meets World and oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there are, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of different things of like creepy additional elements that would be added to things. Yeah. Or like, you know, you'd have like one totally innocuous episode of um, like a teen show or like a kid's show that you would watch and then they would explain away something weird at the end by having like literally having it be like a magical yeah. something something Reason. caused this to happen and yeah. you're like whoa what, what? and you what? never questioned it at the time but now i'm like wait what <laughs> hang on a second. hang on a minute that's yeah. weird um but it's true that we really we love doing that um just having those having those elements exist and i think that i think that it's weird because it's like that's our modern these things now are like like magic like you know in the real world quote mm. unquote now those are our versions of like oh this 19th century novel is like a real life you know like old cricky house that exists Mm -hmm. like you know and this person goes to investigate it and stuff like that and oh there's a ghost Mm -hmm. and it's this and it's that and it's weird to think that we have evolved a lot yeah but we still kind of follow the same like patterns of enjoyment to an extent where it's like oh I've added a ghost or oh I've added the addition of uh, werewolves to this story or the idea that fairies really exist or this or that and people are like oh okay I like that yeah. like I like that even better kind of thing because I've added this additional well, we, element we to get, it like a certain amount of comfort from it I find at this yeah. point you know <laughs> like, a certain amount of comfort of and a certain amount of FOMO that yeah. we're like that would be cool that'd be cool <laughs> that would imagine be fun if I was magic <laughs> yeah like imagine if I could do magic and you know then you get into um the like you know slightly more like adult fiction that does it tries to do it in like a bit more of a realistic way so like your uh like true blood stuff yeah. where it's like imagine if vampires existed and it would not be sunshine and rainbows and how mm-hmm. fun all the time um no they would like kill people and there would be a lot of like really negative connotations around that so it's just interesting to think of like well what it, what would it be like what if this were real what yeah. would it be like if this thing existed totally. in the real world how would we as a society react to it and yeah. uh, acclimate to a world in which that is the case you know totally. it's weird you don't you know it's i guess i guess i guess that's partially what makes paranormal fiction so fun is that it causes you to like ask yourself the question of like how would i be in a world in which this was the way that everything functioned. Like, how would I feel if I lived in a world where this existed? Yeah, they they do, like, 
a, a lot of elements come in for that exact reason. Yeah. Like, I mean, anything we were talking about post-apocalyptic month, the other yeah. month, you know, like anything to do with zombies and all that. Like, how would I fare in that situation? Exactly. Like, for it's, some people, it's it's very enjoyable. For me personally, I've said to my husband many times, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I'm like, I'm like, zombie apocalypse breaks out, just shoot me. Aww. It's just better for everybody. Trust me. I will whine. I will complain. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will get myself killed. I'll bog everyone down. Killed, like. I'll bog everyone down it won't be good you may as well just kill me when it starts yeah Yeah, exactly it's true I think you're right I think that we we ask ourselves like it's the same way like how would I acclimate to an apocalyptic event well how would I acclimate to the idea that vampires really exist how would I acclimate to the idea that that. magic uh, (laughs) I I don't know I'm on the fence about that they they could exist out there I just feel like they would keep themselves hidden yeah probably Especially depending on, like, the numbers of them that there are, actually. I, I could see being like, well, you know, safety in numbers, and there aren't that many of us, but there are way more of you. So yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I do feel like that would probably be more the way that it was going to go. Or, you know, that's it. Uh, how would I acclimate to a world in which that's it? Like, like you know, like, people can actually do magic in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Not just tricks, but, or like, they actual. Have, like, super, I think, like, supernatural abilities. Might yeah, be that's it. Like, what, you yeah. know, what? how would I acclimate to a world in, with, in which that's it? People have, like... I don't know telekinetic abilities of some kind mm-hmm. or are able to communicate via telepathy yeah. uh, how would i fare in a situation like that would i want an ability like that myself yeah. as well like what would that mean for me you know mm-hmm. yeah there's are they're interesting questions to pose and i think that we we will always come back to paranormal fiction in some way shape or form no matter whether we're talking about beings or haunted houses or whatever because we're always going to be asking ourselves these questions Agreed. about it yep yeah but what do you guys think about um you know paranormal fiction in general do you prefer the classics are you more of someone who likes like a modern interpretation of things you know how do you feel about all of those different elements that have been added to them now um and what do you think i guess falls into the realm of paranormal fiction because i'm sure everyone has different ideas about that as well uh you can let us know about that over on instagram threads and tiktok at fully booked ca and you can also check out our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better but until next month guys keep on reading thanks everyone